We all experience digestive issues like gas, nausea, or acid reflux from time to time, but did you know these common issues might actually be caused by your gallbladder? Let's talk about it today with Dr. Owen Kieran, a surgeon at Point Siena Medical Center. This is Helmet of Health, the podcast from Point Siena Medical Center. I'm Prakash Chandran. So Dr. Kieran, let's start with the basics. What exactly is the function of a gallbladder? The gallbladder is a storage organ. Its job is to store the bile that's produced by the liver and uh, concentrate it so that when you eat fatty foods, it's available for uh, use for digestion. And when your gallbladder isn't functioning properly, what are some of the conditions or symptoms that arise when this happens? So the common ones we see are that when the gallbladder doesn't function properly, people can develop stones within the gallbladder, and that's called a uh, gallstones, or sometimes the gallbladder doesn't squeeze out the bile properly, in which case it's called a dysfunctional gallbladder. And in both of those times, it causes a lot of GI symptoms and it can cause pain as well. Okay. So, you know, I understand, and this is what we're talking about today, that a lot of digestive issues can actually be caused by the gallbladder. So can you get into that a little bit? Sure. So when it comes to GI symptoms, especially upper GI symptoms, there's a lot of overlap. But classic gallbladder pain is generally what we call biliary colic. It's generally pain in near the uh, epigastrum, uh, can go to the right side where the liver is and can cause pain and sensations of bloating and nausea uh, and reflux, especially when uh, people eat certain foods that contain maybe a lot of fatty food or a lot of spicy food. Um, and then if it gets really bad and gets to the point where it becomes acutely inflamed or even infected, uh, then they can start experiencing more serious issues like fevers, severe pain, and uh, jaundice. Okay, so when people are experiencing these symptoms that you're mentioning, how can people make the distinction between whether it's coming from the stomach or the gallbladder? Um, unfortunately, because like I said, there's a, a major overlap of symptoms. Usually a patient will go to their primary doctor or the emergency room first, and they'll say, I have a lot of heartburn, or I have abdominal pain, and then uh, the doctor will start working them up. Um, if, they, uh, if it's an acute doctor, a lot of times they'll go immediately and get a ultrasound of the, uh, the right upper quadrant, and they'll see a gallbladder with maybe stones in it or, or inflammation, and then they say, okay, it's probably your gallbladder. And unfortunately, a lot of the times they'll say, oh, it's probably just heartburn, and they'll give them some antacids. The antacids won't work, so then they'll try something else, and then ultimately they wind up getting imaging and shows a dysfunctional or a defective gallbladder. And so what happens in that case? You know, I imagine I'm experiencing these symptoms. I take antacid or some Tums. I go into the doctor. I see that there's an issue with the gallbladder. What does the treatment look like for that? So the gold standard for all, almost all uh, biliary disease, gallbladder disease, is what's called the laparoscopic cholecystectomy. That's where we go in with a small camera through a small belly button incision, and uh, we remove the gallbladder uh, intact with the stones in it, and we take it out uh, through that small incision, and that's the gold standard. Um, there are medical alternatives that aren't widely used um, because they do have quite the uh, uh, horrific side effect panel, uh, and most people don't tolerate it. And what is the process of removing your gallbladder? Is it an intensive surgery? Is it a long recovery time? Talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. So again, the, the gold standard is what's called the laparoscopic cholecystectomy. Um, that's what we perform here at Point Sion Medical Center. We can also perform what's called the robotically assisted cholecystectomy, which is uh, essentially the same surgery, but we use a robotic surgical system that may help patients uh, with post-op pain. They tend to have uh, less pain. Uh, it makes the surgery a little easier. Um, but either way, 
laparoscopically or robotically. Um, we go in, again, we find where the gallbladder is. We unhook it from the um, ducts that connect it to the liver and the biliary system, and then uh, we remove it, like I said, through a small belly button incision generally. Very rarely nowadays we may have to do the old-fashioned gallbladder surgery with the kind of the bigger incision that maybe grandma or grandpa has, um, but we don't have to do that very often anymore. And then from a recovery standpoint, most of the time we're able to do this as a same-day surgery, uh, meaning you come to the hospital or the surgery center, you go home that same day, or if you've already been admitted to the hospital, we can usually get you home within a day or two after the surgery. Recovery, you're back on your feet within a day or two, doing light activities around the house, um, chores, going to the grocery store, uh, light exercise. And I tend to just uh, keep people on that light exercise for about four weeks just to kind of protect the incisions. And then after that, people are almost uh, are essentially completely healed and ready to go back to full activities. Okay, that's really good to hear. And it sounds like the recovery time is relatively short. But, you know, just as a preventative measure, what can people do to actually maintain good gallbladder health? Again, uh, gallbladders are very um, common in the uh, in the community. Uh, it's estimated about ten to fifteen percent of Americans have gallstones, but only about twenty percent of those people actually have symptoms from it. So there's a lot more people out there that have gallstones that uh, than we know about. Um, we do know that most of the time the risk factors are not modifiable. Um, the However, of the modifiable risk factors, um, obesity and uh, rapid weight loss seem to uh, be two of the factors that um, can be uh, changed. And if you think about the common denominator there, they both generally have higher cholesterol or fatty lev uh, levels. So reducing that cholesterol, um, if you are overweight, uh, losing weight in a, a steady fashion, not like say a fad diet where you lose an excessive amount of weight up front, um, and doing it in a healthy uh, manner may help prevent gallstones. All right, Dr. Kieran, really appreciate your time today. That's Dr. Owen Kieran, a surgeon at Point Siena Medical Center. Thanks for checking out this episode of Helmet of Health, and you can head to surgery at pointsiena.com to get connected with a provider. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels, and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.